Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Janice does it. He's out. Oh, please. What a catch. That's insane. Oh, my. That may be one of the great throws ever made. Moving to his left. Can the receivers get part of downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. I am your host, Nathan Spooner. And my mission statement is to bring you weekly bowl predictions, mainly for the Packers, the NFL, and maybe sometimes a little college football. I would like you to consider this thought. Bowl predictions, they're kind of like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there, no matter how crazy they might seem, how impossible it might seem, and pray they come to completion. This is episode three, week three, Packers at Redskins. We are going to be looking later on in the episode at predicting what's going to happen for the Green Bay Packers trip to Washington, D.C. and how they're going to fare in that game against the Redskins. But first, let's quickly recap what happened last week. We had predicted some things with that Vikings game. And let me tell you, that Vikings game, my goodness, I cannot believe what we witnessed It was atrocious and utterly disgraceful. The calls that were made, not just the Matthews calls, but all the other calls. And I don't want to go and rant on this because I'm sure you've heard ranting on it all week long. So I don't want to spend all my time on that. But I do want to say that I did see what the refs might have been trying to get at with Matthews' hand underneath the leg slightly at the beginning of that sack on Cousins. But I don't think it warrants that flag, especially in that position. Enough said about that already. Okay, let's move on. We predicted that the Packers would do a few things in this game, so let's quickly look at what we predicted would happen, first of all, for Aaron Rodgers. We have Aaron Rodgers. We had him going over 250 passing yards. Hey, we were right. Aaron Rodgers threw for 281 yards, so he easily broke past that 250 and uh, got that taken care of there for us. Uh, The Twitter poll also took the over on 250 at 67%. We had the running game going for 75 yards. Oh, let me take a step back. Uh, We also had Aaron Rodgers throwing two touchdowns. He did not get that. He only threw for one touchdown. Clearly was limited. Probably could have had definitely another touchdown was taken away on another bad call or uh, maybe not bad call, but questionable call. Uh, on the Jimmy Graham touchdown, but he only got one touchdown. So we put the over under 
for that, for the Twitter poll at one and a half touchdowns and 80% took the over, only 20% said he wouldn't get less than uh, one and a half touchdowns. So they got that right there on the 20 percenters. Now moving to the running game, we had 75 yards for the running game total, and they actually came so close to breaking 100 on their own. Jamal Williams ran for 59 yards, Montgomery 31, and Aaron Rodgers for 8 yards. So they hit 98 yards rushing, so close to the 100-yard mark as a unit. Not quite there yet for a single rusher hitting 100 yards. Then we had one rushing touchdown for the game, and we did not hit that. No rushing touchdowns in the game. The uh, Twitter polls on those, we had the running game combined for 75 yards. 75% said took the under on that, so they were wrong. And I asked the question, who gets rushing touchdown this week um, for the Vikings game? 50% said Williams. Then the other 50% said nobody. So kudos to those who said nobody would score a rushing touchdown. And then I had Randall Cobb hitting 100 yards. I thought at that uh, the last week, if you remember from last week's episode, that I thought Cobb and Rodgers were getting back to their old chemistry. But that did not come to fruition. Got to remember, though, Cobb he seems to thrive against the Bears and not do so well against the Vikings. Cobb... According to the Twitter voters, 86% said that he would be under 100 yards, so they got that right. And I also had Cobb getting one touchdown, which was not true. Uh, And Twitter voters, 62% took the under on that. So I also then had Jimmy Graham scoring a touchdown. That should have happened. Well, can we count that as being right? I wish we could count that as being right. Well, the over-under on the Twitter poll was at half a touchdown, and 60% took the over on that, 40% took the under. Then, moving on to the defense, we just did one or two specific uh, player predictions on that. I had Nick Perry down for recording two sacks, and he did not record any. In fact, we only scored two sacks total for the whole game. One was for Kenny Clark, one was, and then the other one was split between Gilbert and Alexander. So, you could almost give another portion of that sack to Josh Jackson was right in there near that sack too. They, they smothered Cousins on that one. So then I also had Josh Jackson get his first career interception, which he did not do. He did, however, get his first career touchdown off the incredible pump block by Geronimo Allison. I told you guys this Geronimo Allison, you got to watch him. He's going to be the breakout can of the year. He had six receptions for 64 yards. So he's he's slowly breaking out. And I think by the time this season's over, you guys are going to say that you heard it here first on the Rogers Hail Mary podcast that Geronimo Allison was going to be the breakout player on this offense this year. So looking back on a couple of those polls real quick, going back to Nick Perry, uh, the over-under at one and a half sacks, 78% took the under on that, so they got that right. I asked who gets a forced fumble because I had Nick Perry forcing a fumble. Uh, he did not. This game, nobody did. So really not enough turnovers forced at all. Of course, we did have one call back, but anyways... 54% of the voters picked Daniels to be the one to force a fumble. 31% said Perry and 15% said the mysterious other that nobody bothered to comment for. So that uh, was all wrong. 
Then who gets an interception? The Twitter poll had Jackson, Alexander, Williams, other. 43% picked Jackson, 36% picked Alexander, 14% picked Williams, 7% picked other. And 7% were right. Because, haha, Clinton Dix did get the one interception of the game. Alexander, of course, should have gotten an interception as well. And we already covered that when we talked about the Clay Matthews part of it. But let me just say, Alexander has been great. On two game-ending plays, call back by Matthews penalties, Alexander has been the one to stop the the pass. He broke up the first one against Trubisky. And then this one from Cousins, he intercepted to close the game. So he's been he's been outstanding. I have no complaints whatsoever about Jackson Alexander or King for that matter. All, all three of them have looked good. And we just can only hope that King can stay healthy long enough to become a superstar. And then very last, the score prediction we had at the Packers 24 and the Vikings 20. Did not quite get that. The Twitter vote had 90% taking Packers, 7% taking the Vikings, and 3% said there would be a tie. 3% said tie. Threw it in there for fun because the Steelers and the Browns had tied the week before. And so now 3% of you are right. Congratulations on being right. Well, that was the previous week. Okay, moving on now to next week against the Redskins. Here are some predictions for that. Now I'm changing this format up a little bit. This week I did not post any polls on Twitter. I felt like it's time to already get away from reading you a bunch of percentage numbers of voters. Perhaps I can put up some polls uh, after this podcast is released and you guys can vote on it if you so choose and uh, we you can just look at the numbers then. But I don't want to bore you guys with a bunch of numbers as far as Twitter votes go. I want to just solely focus on these predictions and get your guys' feedback with these predictions. So this time, I just asked you to give me your predictions. So first, I'm going to give you my predictions. Then we'll look at some of the predictions that you guys commented over on Twitter. By the way, along with that, I'm working on starting a Facebook page, so... Get involved over there on Facebook if you prefer Facebook over Twitter. We're going to try to keep everything the same on both. Maybe uh, especially anything to do with the podcast specifically as far as polls or, or stuff like that. We're going to try to keep uniform between Twitter and Facebook. But if you like Facebook, go check us out there. You can search for it at 12 Hail Mary there as well or uh, the Rogers Hail Mary podcast. Okay. Packers at Redskins, week three. I have Aaron Rodgers hitting 300 yards and four touchdowns. I watched the the last, the first two games for the Redskins. First of all, they played the Cardinals and looked good. Then in week two, they played the Colts and did not look good. So I think we can all, we can all tell already that the Cardinals are not a good team. So was week one a deception on how good the Redskins really are? We're not sure yet, but I'm confident that the Packers can take advantage of some some of the uh, things that the Redskins try to do. As far as their defense goes for the Redskins, they I think they have one bright spot for sure, and that's DJ Swearinger. He looked pretty good. He had two picks on Sunday against the Colts. And I think he's he's looked pretty good 
so far this season. And of course, they got Josh Norman. So they have those two pieces. But other than that, I'm not too impressed with their defense. Their defensive line doesn't seem that strong to me. It seems like the Colts were able to push them around and get some pretty good runs here and there. So I think the Packers can take advantage of these things with the uh, Redskins. So Rodgers throwing over 300 touch, 300 yards and throwing four touchdowns. Piece of cake, right? We'll see. With his knee getting better, we'll see what he can do with that. Then I have the running game going over 100 yards. Uh, again, I think that the uh, their defensive line for the Redskins is not that strong. Seems like they got pushed around a little bit by the Colts. So I think we can uh, put together some good yardage. We got Aaron Jones coming back. Uh, so far, they're saying that he's not going to be the starter. But I think he's going to get in the mix and he's going to break off a couple couple nice gainers here. Uh, and give the Packers some much needed help in this area. And I think somebody in the running game is going to score a touchdown. And if I had to choose, I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. So let's keep your keep our eyes peeled for that. Then Devontae Adams, I have him breaking 100 yards, and I think that's very likely. Probably Josh Norman will be on him some, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, but they don't really have any other corners that I'm all that concerned about. So if it's not Devontae Adams going for 100 yards, watch out for Cobb or Allison to be able to have good games especially if Aaron Rodgers does go over 300 yards. And I have Devontae Adams scoring one touchdown. I think Devontae Adams has looked great the first two weeks. I think of his two touchdowns that he's got so far. The first one against the Bears, he catches it, has a little over five yards to run to get the touchdown. And he makes a quick move on the inside and then breaks to the outside and dives for the byline and gets in. Then against the Vikings, he catches the ball, fakes outside, Tries, starts to go inside, sees, I believe it was Anthony Barr coming at him and uh, jumps around him and then runs into the end zone. So I think his touchdowns have been amazing. Just in the sheer fact of his footwork has been uh, spectacular. So he gets a touchdown. And then I have Jimmy Graham also breaking 100 yards, going over 100 yards with him coming very closest last week. It was either 95 or 96 yards he had. And then I have Jimmy Graham getting two touchdowns. I'm, I'm going for it. Jimmy Graham's going to get his touchdowns this week. Again, like I said, they will have to put a, uh, excuse me, they'll have to put a safety or a linebacker on Jimmy Graham. Or if they really want to, they're going to have to put a corner. But they only got Josh Norman as a, as a reliable corner, in my opinion. At least one, the caliber enough to be able to handle Jimmy Graham. So I think he's going to have a heyday. He's going to go off. We saw that him and Aaron Rodgers were starting to really get that chemistry going this past week. Then I have Geronimo Allison getting that fourth touchdown for Aaron Rodgers. Remember, he's th- I have him throwing four TDs. So I have Allison getting another touchdown. That leaves Cobb on the short end of the stick and not getting a touchdown this week. So we'll see how that works out. And I think Allison's going to put up another good um, reception line as well as uh, yardage line. I don't think he'll get to 100 yards, but who knows? We'll see. Then moving over to the defense, we have the defense scoring, getting two interceptions, one forced fumble, and three sacks. Now, Alex Smith doesn't really turn the ball over that much, so him throwing two picks would actually be something to write home about for sure. The wide receivers, though, for Alex Smith have had problems with drops, so maybe something will slip through their fingers and go through to the to the. Uh, 
waiting hands of one of our defenders. Then we have the force fumble. We'll have to wait and see who that is. Probably Mo. Let's just let's just pick Mo Wilkerson. Let's pick Wilkerson to pick up a force fumble, and then three sacks. I think Reggie Gilbert will get a sack. I think Alexander's going to get in and get another get a sack, and then probably let's go with Daniels. Daniels had a sack in his hands, and he just let Cousins go because he thought he had thrown the ball. So I think Daniels won't make that same mistake twice, and. He will get the sack. Okay, so that is our player predictions for this week. All right, let's look at some of your guys' predictions. We got a little bit of input here. So let's take a look at some of your predictions. Jesse, who is at JT underscore Tesh, T-E-S-C-H. His prediction is that uh, Aaron Jones gets over 100 yards and two touchdowns. That's definitely a bold prediction there. Again, I mentioned that. Aaron Jones won't, they're saying that he won't be starting. So if he gets over 100 yards, it's because he takes over the game and they can't help but keep him in with the hot hand. Then Jesse Hansen at Jess H underscore 19 said a rookie corner gets a pick six TD. Jimmy Graham gets his first TD of the season and Jamal and Aaron each get a rushing TD. So I like those predictions. Those sound very bold, very fun. Pick six by rookie corner. So that's either going to be Jair Alexander or Josh Jackson. One of them's going to get a pick six TD. Then Jimmy Graham gets his first TD of the season. I agree with that. I think that's very possible. Jamal and Aaron each get a rushing touchdown. Uh, unless one or both of them break long rushing touchdowns, I'm not sure that they both get it, but we'll see. Then Jacob Schumacher at Fraulein. Phil 27. He says that Devontae Adams goes for 150 yards and two touchdowns. That's, that's again, bold. I think 150 is definitely doable. And the two touchdowns are doable. It could just be that I have it backwards. I have Graham going for two and Adams for one. Maybe they'll just swap that out. Then I did do a poll, though, for this one for who wins the game. And 89% of you said the Packers would beat the Redskins. And one of you gave us a score prediction here, and that was Gunslinger Monty at Gunslinger Monty. And he has the Packers winning 24 to 14. And actually, I'm sorry, I did get another one here just as we were about to start the podcast recording. And that was from Brett the Packer fan at Brett Not at Work. And he has the the Packers winning 35-7 to because he says Penton's defense is going to get it figured out and they go on the attack. So I like these predictions, guys. Keep them coming. Keep giving me more predictions each week and thank you for them. Now, let's look at our pick six. Hasselback maybe changing the play of the line. Looks left and right. Takes the snap. Short drop. Quick throw. Left side. Yes! Yes! Going down the right side into the end zone. It is Al Harris. Touchdown. Dagger. Al Harris. 56 yards to a game-winning touchdown. Green Bay Packers. All right. Pick six segment here. Let's first of all, let's look at last week. Last week, I was... 5-0-1. 5-0-1. That's right. 5-0-1 in the t- games that I picked. Looking first, of course, the one tie was the Packers and Vikings. 
So I wasn't right. Well, I said the Packers would win. So I guess that makes me wrong. I guess. But we're going to go one. 5-0-1. Oh, then I had picked the uh, 49ers and Lions game. I had the 49ers winning that one and sending the Lions to 0-2. Oh, so that's 1-0-1. Oh, and, and then I had the other NFC North game. I did pick the Bears to beat the Seahawks. Seahawks are not looking good. Maybe they'll send us Earl Thomas. Who knows? I'm not here to start any rumors or talk about any rumors, though. Myself at this time, anyway. So that puts us at 2-0-1. The Bears at 1-1. And, and then the Saints versus the Browns as we look at our first round pick watch. We got from the Saints there. I had the Saints actually edging out the Browns was, I believe, my exact words. And they did just edge out the Browns with a field goal. They scored 18 points in the fourth quarter to come back and beat the Browns. So uh, we got that one right. So that puts us at 3-0-1. And, and then we picked some other games. We picked the Panthers. And Falcons game, and I did have the Falcons beating the Panthers, and they pulled that one out by by a, a, a touchdown there. So put it bring us to four zero and one. And then the last game I picked was the Jaguars versus the Patriots, and I said the Jaguars would win this one. They're my Super Bowl pick, and I have faith in them. Their defense is good. And when I say Super Bowl pick, let me clarify: they're my Super Bowl team from the AFC. So they won. So that makes us five zero and one from week two. 5-0-1. Oh, Let's keep this going. So, what are we going to do in week three? Well, I think this time I'm going to save the Packers for last. Keep you guys on your toes. So, let's look at the Bills and the Vikings game. The Bills and Vikings play at 1 o'clock Eastern time. And we all know that the Bills are absolutely atrocious as well. Maybe one of the worst teams. Maybe the worst. Not maybe one of. Maybe the worst team in the NFL right now. And the spread has the Vikings at 17-point favorites. 17. So I'm going with the Vikings on this one. Vikings are at home, 1 o'clock on CBS if you choose to watch it, if it's in your market. And they're going to win this one easily. All right. Then the Bears travel to Arizona to play the Woeful Cardinals. And I think the Bears pull this one out as well. Cardinals made the Washington Redskins look really good. And the Redskins, they have their issues. They have some real issues here. So I think the the Bears pull this one out to move to 2-1. and one. Okay, then moving on to Patriots travel to Detroit to play the Lions. And the Patriots are seven-point favorites. This is on a Sunday night football, prime time. Patriots favored by seven. I'm going to take the Patriots on this one. Then going over to the Saints for our first-round pick watch, they travel to Atlanta to play the Falcons. I think the Falcons win this one. I think they take this and send the Saints to 1-2. and two. And the, that Falcons defense is going to do well. The Saints are still without Mark Ingram. And I think that's actually affecting them more than some people might be realizing there. Then I want to go ahead and pick the Browns this week to get their first win. Browns play Thursday night at home against the Jets. And they get their first win of the season. First win in a long time. So you heard it. Browns get the win. And the Browns are also three-point favorites to take this. And I'm not the only one picking the Browns to win. All right, now the Packers, last but definitely not least, travel to Washington, D.C. to take on the Redskins. They are favored by three points, and I think they take that easily. I think it's going to be a pretty good game by the offense here. They're going to do very well against this defense. They allow pressure on the quarterback 
from what I've seen in the first two weeks, their offensive line doesn't look good as well. So we can, we, our defense will have a great game. I think the, the pressure on the court, on Alex Smith will help us do well. And so for the final score, I have the Packers winning 38 to 17. Heinz Ward in motion toward the formation and back to throw Roethlisberger. Pump fake short. Airs it out deep. Left side going for Wallace. Intercepted on the underthrow by Collins. Right sideline to the 15 to the 10. Weaving his way to the 5. Weaving end zone. It's a touchdown. All right. That was the pick six segment. We want to thank you again for listening to this episode of the Rogers Hail Mary podcast. You can follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, at 12 Hail Mary, and on Facebook, like us there. And let me know what you think. Let me know if you want to have the polls back or if you want to just give your input on your own predictions and have them featured on the podcast. Until next time, go Pack Go! He 